Hello, everyone. Good morning. I'm Sanata Bihari Biku, and I'm joined today also by uh, Alain Peto. Good morning, everybody. So we're going to continue with our uh, short reflection on the five remembrances. I'm going to sound the bell and I invite you to just kind of let yourself be absorbed by the sound of the bell, kind of just follow it, drift with the sound. And then shortly after you'll hear me, you will hear me recite uh, the five remembrances followed by another uh, hit of the bell. And then we'll begin today's uh, topic for the 14 day planner. All right, looks like there was some technical issues. I think we're fine now, right? We are, sorry about it, everybody. I had a little computer issue there. Uh, welcome everyone, I'm Alan Pito. <laughs> yeah, they were saying we hear him, but we don't see him. Don't see him, I was, I was out for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone. So I'm just gonna uh, go ahead and start with a short reflection. I am subject to aging. There is no way to avoid aging. I am subject to ill health. There is no way to avoid illness. I am going to die. There is no way to avoid death. Everyone and everything that I love will change. There is no way to escape being separated from them. My only true possessions are my actions. I cannot escape their consequences.
All right, Alan, take it away. Thank you. Oh, good morning to everybody who's joining us live and also later on on YouTube. We're on day four, where we're going to be talking about right speech. So as you're aware, we're going through the first part of the 14 days with the Buddha's Noble Eightfold Path. And right speech is part of the conduct category or, or grouping of the uh, Eightfold Path. So our first scripture is going to say, use no harsh words. It is painful. More harsh words will follow with retaliatory action. And that is from the Dhammapada. So what we're talking about with right speech, uh, speech is verbal karma. So it's actions, you know, so we want to ensure just not, you know, right action, but also right speech. So there's a few ways we can do that. Uh, we can make sure that, you know, we're being mindful of what we say to other people uh, and kind of like the practice I like, you know, just, just pause before you speak sometimes. So I think about what you're going to say and think about it in the mindset of like the Buddha or one of his enlightened followers. Like how would they, uh, what, what would they say? What would they do, right? So being able to kind of like, you know, back up for a second, you know, a lot of people would not even notice if you pause for a second before you speak. So you can use that time to think about what would the Buddha say? What would one of his followers say, the monastics? You know, what would a Bodhisattva say? So you want to kind of think about that because when you're speaking, that's verbal karma. And when, when that's out, it's out. And sometimes, you know, speech can be, you know, like a, a million little knives or it can be like a big, big knife, you know, so like what you actually say could have repercussions, you know, for yourself, for other people, etc. So there are four types of uh, speech that encompass right speech. We got words of truth, we have words of compassion, words of praise, and words of altruism. And if you kind of think about it, what we're trying to do here is make sure, you know, you, you don't want to lie to people. You don't want to say one thing, but do another thing. You want to be compassionate uh, with your speech. So you're not trying to be, you know, unwholesome with your speech. And that's a, a very big part of this. So, you know, far as our daily practice, you know, we're, we're doing the five remembrances. We are doing our meditation, but far as your new practice uh, to kind of start today, you know, pause, you know, if that helps you before you speak, uh, especially if it's with somebody uh, you know or don't know, pause. Uh, think about these four kinds of right speech before you actually do it. And then it will take practice. You know, sometimes you may forget about number four as far as the, you know, right, right speech, right? But, you know, think about that. And also think about it when you say to, you know, loved ones, friends, family, Sometimes it's easy to like, okay, let me pause before I speak to somebody like my boss or to, you know, somebody random on the street. But sometimes, you know, we have wrong speech with people we're close with because we're, we're too comfortable and we don't think about what we're actually saying. And that's very common as well, too. So think about that, especially during, you know, this pandemic, we are frustrated and stressed, uh, multitude of emotions and feelings and everything else, where we just may not realize what we're actually saying, our speech. And so that would be uh, our, our topic and our practice for today. Thank you for sharing that, Alan. Uh, the Buddha also talked about reframing from harsh speech as one of the precepts. This includes not lying, uh, not saying uh, bad words, not saying something harshly, um, not gossiping, 
also not dividing others. So trying to split two or more people, having them go against each other. So we also have to, within the right speech, we have to know that uh, what we're saying is true. Is it gonna be helpful, right? And if it's the appropriate time, because sometimes something might be true and helpful, but it might not be the appropriate time. Uh, for example, some of us that are Buddhist, we always uh, reflect on impermanence, but uh, if someone in our family or a friend have, has just lost a loved one, you're not gonna just hit them right away with, oh, everything's impermanent, there's no self, it's stuff. that's not the right time. They're grieving at that moment. It might not be the right time for the real deep teachings of the Dhamma, although it's true and it'll help them in the long run. So we have to be very careful. Sometimes we have good intentions, but that person's not ready and it's not the right time. So we also have to consider that when we're practicing right speech. Also right, right speech has to do with not speaking. It's very important to know when not to speak and try to avoid speaking, the Buddha said also, noble silence. Doesn't mean you're quiet all the time. It just means that if you have nothing useful to say, don't say anything at all. Useful here, here means things that lead towards the end of suffering or awakening, things that are gonna help the person. So if we look at the discourses, the, sut the sutras, we'll see that many times the people came to the Buddha, asked them questions, or they tried to quarrel with him, or they insulted him or assaulted him, and the Buddha remained silent. So we're not forced to give an answer. Don't ever feel pressured to say something. You can just stay quiet and walk away or say, this is not the time, I don't wanna speak about it. So right speech also means knowing uh, when not to speak. It's also very important. And we have to realize that uh, not speaking is also very powerful. It's a powerful message too, right? Uh, so just I just want, kind of wanted to share these other aspects of what right speech means and some examples of how the Buddha practiced uh, right speech by just remaining silent. <clears throat> so we're going to continue with our practice of uh, mindful meditation, breathing meditation. So I've shared a couple of uh, options with you already. The first day we kind of, I just kind of left it to you just to be aware that you're breathing. Then we counted the breath. Yesterday we noted the breath. And today I wanna make it a little bit more somatic. So uh, as always, you're invited to do your own meditation practice. If you like it, this time's available for you. But if you wanna try something new, uh, I invite you to uh, place one hand over the other, over your stomach. So you'll have one hand on top of the other, but over your stomach. And just kind of hug your, kind of hug your tummy and watch the breath right there, right? You can watch um, your stomach uh, inflate when you breathe in and then deflate uh, when you breathe out. And if you like, you can add some noting to it too. You can say rising and falling, or you can just simply observe how every time that you breathe, uh, your stomach just kind of, your tummy moves up and down and just make that movement of the body rising and falling your object of meditation for today. And we'll be practicing just for a few minutes, okay? So I'm gonna hit the, I'm gonna sound the bell and 
we can go ahead and practice this awareness of breathing meditation.
Now that your mind is calm, body is relaxed, you can bless yourself with your calm mind. You can bless yourself with this good action. And as you go out throughout your day, just remember that our only refuge, the only thing we truly own is our actions. And every time we act skillfully, we act in a wholesome way. We are ensuring our own well being and the well being of others. By protecting oneself, one protects others. And by protecting others, one protects oneself. Now you can gently come out of your meditation. Alan, is there anything else? Uh, the only thing I'd like to kind of add as well, I really like the, the teaching that you gave at the end. If, you know, you're ever unsure of like how to practice right speech, you know, in a particular situation, fall back on uh, being mindful to the other person and being compassionate. So is your speech going to be compassionate if you want to just fall back on something? If we look at the, the Buddha, you know, every time he actually encounters somebody, he did not have like scripted speech. He actually adapted to the needs of the person for his teachings. And in uh, Mahayana, we have, you know, many bodhisattvas and they adapt themselves to the different needs of people as well too, uh, including speech. So if you need to fall back on something, just be mindful of that other person and be mindful of like, what we're talking about in all these sessions, but just, you know, fa fa factor in that compassion, you know, you, you don't want to like, if somebody's not feeling well, you don't want to, you know, tell them about medical things, you know, you want to be compassionate, you want to be supportive, uh, etc. So just fall back on those two things and, and you should be okay. All right. So also I'd like to remind everyone that uh, the 14 day Buddhist planner is available to be downloaded as PDF. So if you don't have that, uh, make sure that you download it so you can follow along and kind of dig deeper also if you like to. If you wanna go deeper, you have the planner there and it also has a lot of information, especially near the end. And it has other resources also on uh, Alan uh, Pito's uh, website. Um, and although some, most of you I think here might have it, uh, also I'd like to remind uh, the people who are following us on YouTube they just might be stumbling along this video. So you can also go back to the intro video and follow all the, all the days that we've already covered. And all of you, if you, if, if you ever miss a day or you can't make it, don't feel bad. Just go ahead and follow us along on, follow us along on YouTube and then just come back whenever you can come back to uh, the, uh, these practices with us. So that's it for today. And may you be well, happy, comfortable, and peaceful. Bye-bye everyone. Thank you.